This is Life Made Better, a podcast from two coaches with a zest for not only their lives, but yours. In this series, Fleur and Lucia seek out tips, tools, and exercises to inspire you to achieve your dreams and goals. Join us and let's make life better. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another week of Life Made Better. Thank you so much for joining us today. We have an amazing guest. We've got Julia Kurt with us today. Uh, She's worked for 30 years in corporate, and she decided to become a coach and also create her own company called InKick, as well as being a managing director of Novel Manhattan Coaching Switzerland. She is also president of the Organization for Women International Trade in Geneva, who is supporting and fostering women in trade and business with access to knowledge and capacity building workshops like virtual networking and how to position yourself in the market, combined with innovative thinking and agile leadership. She also is an area director at Toastmasters in Switzerland. Her origin is Turkish, grew up in Germany, and have been living since 2005 in Switzerland. So we've got a truly international guest with us today. Julia, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you for inviting. I'm really excited. So I'm sure after that introduction and so many varied things that you've done across your, um, you know, your 30 years of span work, uh, people would love to hear a bit more about you, your journey and what has led you to live your life this way. Yeah, so it was very interesting, maybe destiny. Honestly, how it started was after I grew up in Germany, my family decided to go back to Istanbul and I started my career there. But I don't have any university degree, any bachelor, any PhD, nothing of these, you know, wonderful titles and degrees and all that. I just wanted to start working. And then I started at an international corporation, which is Reuters, Reuters News Agency. And at that time in 1989, there was no internet. There was no kind of PC. I had to type all the contracts via a typewriter. Can you imagine? So I had been like looking at this and typing all the contracts. But me being starting as a state secretary and me being curious, I started to help customers. And our business was booming. We were the number one financial information provider those times in the 90s. Can you imagine? There's no internet. We've got all the London Stock Exchange. We've got the stock exchange market. We've got digital information. News is spreading around and everyone is after us. Reuters, the flagship products. So I moved over to customer admin because the one and only person couldn't cope with it. And I advanced from there. Because I'm curious, I like challenges and new stuff. I was always raising my hand for something that even I didn't know. And I learned. So I did some certifications throughout my life. I became the business admin manager. I took on more responsibilities, more countries, Israel, South Africa. I was part of major transformation programs. I was even in 2005 in South Africa for a short-term assignment with my family. And from there, I got the offer to move to Geneva, Switzerland in 2005. And this is when I arrived here, took again, created from scratch, a complete new team, hired people, trained people, got the responsibility, did my PMP, went over to project management. And this is how I led my life. But this is not enough because I want to have challenges. I was also responsible within the company to organize events. 
like Christmas parties, like summer parties, because I love fun. <laughs> I love that, you know? We work hard, we have fun as well, because that's a combination. That makes it so nice as well to work. It's not a burden anymore because you look forward to this. I organized workshops, did networking right, left, center, because everyone started to know me, because you get famous somehow. And moreover, I created as well the Geneva Diversity Inclusion Chapter. And with that, I got acquainted with OWID, Organization Women International Trade, where I thought, oh, this is really resonating with my mission, with my passion about supporting and empowering women, because this is what women need. Because still we know that in the higher ranks, we don't have enough women representation. And hence, that was my trigger. And I started as a volunteer and then moved there up again as to become the president of Geneva. <laughs> Moreover then, okay, this is nice, but let's have something else as well, Toastmasters. So a friend and colleague came up with Toastmasters in our company and they said, let's create a corporate club. I'm part of the team, you know, let's go for it. Because I believe as well in the power of public speaking because it's very important. And we created our corporate club. Now it's an open club. It's called Speak to Lead. And I'm taking part actively in our club as well, but I'm the area director of five clubs where I'm taking responsibility of making sure that we have the speech contest organized, club officers are trained and all that responsibility. And I think why I do lead like, like this is my curiosity and loving life to the fullest and really live the moment. Because apart from that, this is really corporate. I love dancing. I love going to parties. I love to be with friends. I love cooking. I love sports as well. I love traveling. I've got a son. I've got a husband. So it's not like I'm completely alone. No, I've got a family. And I love to spend time with them as well. I love to invite people to our house, cook Turkish. I did that many times for our management teams as well as for our friends. I do that all the time. So I think, I think I love life, you know, it's, it's precious. Every moment is precious. Oh, I love that, Hila. And I love the passion coming through and the I can attitude that nothing's too big. And long as you're curious and you keep learning, it's, it's all possible. I just love, I love that passion. And ladies like us, I know that Lucia and I, we also love to party. We love to dance and, and we love to live both ends of hard work and play and, so that was kind of music to my ears anyway. So so thank you. Thank you for that. And thank you for the passion of, of what is possible if you do put yourself out there. I'm just kind of curious to know where this kind of passion came from. Are you, com are you coming from parents that were also very entrepreneurial who just were curious? Or where's this fire coming from that I can feel? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good question. I never... I never thought about this, but I guess it comes from my dad because my dad also loved very much living the life. And I recall, I remember in our little apartment in Germany, we put aside the tables and we put on, and there was no CDs or YouTube or Shopify or something. We had a real long play. We put it on there. My dad loved expressly. And we did rock and roll in the middle of the living room with my dad. We played on the dining table ping pong. 
table tennis. He loved traveling. He loved eating. He loved dining. I think that comes from my dad. And he was always very positive. And he, did he had struggles? Of course he had struggles. Hey, nothing is all glory. It's nothing is a, it's a roller coaster. That's part of life. Mm. And I think that's a beautiful learning because I think, especially when we talk about like, you know, achieving happiness and I quote unquote achieving happiness because I for one, I'm, I'm, I'm one that I don't think happiness can be achieved in the sense that is not a destination. Happiness is the journey, is what happens in between in those, you know, messy moments. Um, and I think that's what I'm hearing coming from you is that, okay, there's a table here in the kitchen. Let's just play ping pong, table tennis. Why not? It's like, oh, look, you know, uh, we've, we share that, that uh, culture, that culture with the Turkish background that you're saying, I'm coming from Spain, whereby if you cook something and you've done too much, you don't put it in a Tupperware. You knock on your neighbor's door and he's like, hey, I've done too much. You want to come over for lunch? absolutely so, absolutely and you know and, and that is um a, kind of like the fun of life is like let's just do these things because it feeds into our souls because it, it nourishes who we are what we do and it's what you were saying that if I'm hearing you correctly is like seizing the opportunity right here right now what is happening in this very moment um and i think you know quite a lot of us especially those uh who certainly we've been working with um you know you're stuck in that hamster wheel um and getting out of that and truly just appreciating that it's just a nice day to have fun today why not absolutely even during the pandemic i know it's difficult right so how did i change on that for example is i'm doing sports over zoom okay do we get zoom fatigue Yes, we do. But do we have another choice at the moment? No. It's like gravity. We cannot change this at the moment. So let's accept it. Okay, let's do the best out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love the ping pong table as well, because that's what my children are currently doing downstairs. They've moved all the stuff off the kitchen and are using the kitchen table as a ping pong area. And I also remember growing up and dancing to Elvis Presley of my dad who loved dancing. So I do think those connections around us have a huge, make a huge, huge difference. And even with Zoom, I found that, you know, being able to study with like 500 people around the world, it, it is bringing something that we wasn't possible. And, you know, like even exercising in your house, I'm sure you're bringing people into your house with you that you <laughs> weren't there before, which is a, it's a beautiful thing. So the connection is uh, huge, isn't it, for feeding our spirit Absolutely. and, yeah, giving us that um I can energy and doing things with other people which sounds like something you've always done you've had all those people around you we never do it alone do we if we're really successful no no not at all not at all but apart as well from the corporate right so I moved because I was made redundant then last year I created my own company called Inkick it's a facilitation of workshops in terms of career and innovation and I thought okay I love sharing knowledge. I love to support people. This is what I was doing anyways in my corporate world, in my corporate career, being a mentor all the time. So I start, okay, I would like to be a coach. I would like to get, get my diploma. And this is what I did. Last year, I finished my diploma. Now I'm fully accredited. I'm fully certified. And now I've created my own coaching business as well. 
And then another door opened because I was studying with Noble Manhattan, which I loved so much. There was a nice opportunity to be responsible to sell coach training programs in Switzerland. So I'm now managing director of Noble Manhattan Coach Training Institution as well. Where did you find the time? Where did you find the time? I'm thinking, (laughs) how many hours do you have in a day? What's the secret? (laughs) Yeah, it's just juggling a bit, you know, in your calendar and making sure that you have enough time for yourself as well. For me, it's important during lunch, I take, uh, I need to walk, I need to have some space. And in the morning, I do my yoga, pilates, whatever. It's just, you know, scheduling, that's all. You cannot do everything at the same time. You schedule. And sometimes, you know, you need to work a bit more. And that's absolutely fine in the evening because you have taken out lunch as well. That's that's the beauty of being an entrepreneur as well because you are independent. So that means you can actually arrange your time accordingly. And that's also so nice. It's really powerful. I totally agree. That's what I love about running our own coaching business as well. (laughs) We're our own bosses and we can fit in what we want when we want. So we can fit in as much joy and rest and exercise and time with the family and friends, but still make a difference, which is so important. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But what I'm also hearing, and I'm, and I'm curious, because obviously as well as fitting everything in 24-7, um, what I'm hearing throughout is, is two things. Is on the one hand, that attitude of just keeping an open mind and an open heart, which obviously, as we've heard, you know, with other guests before, that opens the door to opportunities. All you've got to be is willing to receive them. But on the other hand, I'm I'm hearing a lot and, and potentially, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, that might be one of your values as well. But you're saying yes to many opportunities that feed whatever is your passion, your soul-driven purpose. And I think that is something that, again, when we are in this hamster wheel, we frequently forget about definitely we have coached many people along those lines and I think we just forget to just you know gaze up the sky for every now and then and realize or even ask are we doing something that is feeding our soul are we still enjoying what we're doing or are we just you know like donkeys going ahead not even looking at the size of the path and just carrying on so I'm hearing that from you that it took a lot of I'm just going to look around. I'm just not going to be so focused and self-centered on what I'm doing right here, right now. I'm going to carry on opening myself up. Is that correct? That's absolutely correct. And whilst I was working, I was telling everyone, don't only do your work in front of the PC and don't look right, left, center. Because this is dull, if you think about this. It's boring. And then you're not satisfied anymore, right? Right. But what we would like to have is look around, open up, do networking, do the coffee chit chat, you know, even approach someone that you don't know from the other department you might see only. And you happen to be at the same water machine or you see that person alone at the canteen having lunch, join, say, hi, you know, I was seeing you. So that's all. Yeah, I'm working in customer admin. How are you? You never know. That's the beauty of networking because networking opens a lot of opportunities and stay open, stay curious, embrace the change. You don't need to be best buddies with everyone. No, that's not what I'm saying. You might have a conversation and say, well, I think the values or how this person is might not really resonate with me. That's absolutely fine. 
but still be open because you will even learn from that particular person something because everyone is equally valuable, has got knowledge, experience that can add to your own. Yeah. So I'm hearing more and more of that curiosity, you know, by meeting other people and looking, you know, left and right, you're just becoming more and more curious about what is around there. And I always say that to my kids, you don't know what's around the corner. You're here worrying about, you know, this this problem, but you don't know what's around the corner. And if you don't, you know, get through this little problem, you are not going to be able to get around that corner. <laughs> so, you know, try and, you know, use that inner strength to move forward and and not worry about the problems but worry uh, be more curious about what is possible exactly exactly and what it can bring to you it might be a treasure it might be the opposite but at least you tried Mm -hmm. it's always a learning isn't it whatever it is it's always something that you can learn from so where do you continue to find your strength and inspiration is that from people i think it comes within that naturally I'm very much open and I always look for people's pluses and the minuses, shall I say, the values that the people can bring because I'm not perfect either. There is no such thing like perfectionism either. Neither in our world we do mistakes, neither in people they do mistakes. And if someone does a mistake once or they didn't call, I'm not condemning them and saying, oh God, this person is just awful. Maybe they had something, you don't know. So the whole positive attitude towards life brings to it. Am I not sometimes negative? Of course that happens. Of course. It's not like, and then you feel down and you're like, oh God, I really don't want to do this. Oh God, why am I, why did I say yes to that? You can say this as well. This is what we do all the time. And it's like, but then you say, okay, let's get on. And then sometimes this yes that you are forcing yourself to do is actually the best opportunity in your life. So that's why I think this is coming from within and having this attitude to 80% that life is just full of treasures, whatever it might be. Even a failure. If I fail, and I fail as well, a lot, say, hmm, that didn't work as it should be. What can I do differently? What can I do differently now? Because this doesn't work. So I do something wrong. I do something wrong. That's apparent. So how can I change this around? Who can help me with that? And you're not alone on this journey. Always look around for supporters. You've got your family, you've got your friends, you've got other connections. Seek for feedback. This is so beauty. This is the beauty of the network that you have as well. Who's in my network that I can leverage on and can ask, where I can get an honest and constructive feedback about what I'm doing? Mm. I'm curious on on that because obviously one of the things that has been reported as one of the areas that employees are struggling with the most is the fact that those water cooler moments, the canteen moments that you were talking about have been lost. We can try and replicate in this virtual world and schedule the coffee roulettes and have lunch over Zoom. But it's never exactly the same as walking up to the share kitchen area and then just finding somebody that is, you know, they're on their own and saying, hi, how are you doing? Um, And, uh, you know, again, linking back to that quest for happiness or looking out for happiness, one of the key pillars of that is actually the social interaction, the social connection, uh, which, again, 
sort of tell us why people are feeling a little bit more unhappy these days because you know overnight that was somehow stripped from our lives so what would you say to those people struggling with this right now whether it is to not being able to speak uh, or see their friends and family as as much as they would want to but equally for those who are missing these you know social impromptu social interactions in the office we don't have much choice rather than going on Zoom. So that needs to be needs to be done deliberately. Absolutely, because you can meet at least people. But what else you can do? Thanks God. I don't know how it's in the UK, but in Switzerland, we can still go out. So we can still go out, but the shops are closed, the restaurants are closed, etc. So what you can actually schedule is, and this is what I'm doing, a walk during lunch with someone who's living nearby you. Because we can still go out and have a walk especially when the weather is nice, like today, it's sunny. You can deliberately schedule something like that. In the past, how was it? We were in the same building and then we were saying, let's let's run around the forest because we have got a forest near our building, near our office. Okay, now you need to do it a bit differently, but still you can do it. Or you can say, let's have lunch. I really need to see people. I don't want to have a Zoom lunch. Schedule something in the center or somewhere which is in the middle of two people that can have access within 15, 20 minutes, whatever, you get a takeaway coffee, a takeaway, I don't know, lunch, or you cook something at home, you have a backpack, sit down on the bench, eat, and you can also share. So all the things are possible. You just need to find the way how to do that and enjoy. It's not like we're completely locked, locked down. So mm -hmm. you can do stuff in the evening as well. For example, you can do a fake commute because normally we were commuting, right? And now we are at home. Maybe that's also a nice way of winding down your day. And if I say fake commute, your day ends at five and say, now I'm going to take a walk. And you already schedule that with a friend who's nearby you. You meet, you have a walk like you were commuting. And you come back and you're already calmed down. And you've got the social interaction as well. So there are ways of still maintaining a bit of contact. There are ways of making sure you're not getting too depressed. You just need to find them and you need to be creative. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. You definitely, yeah, that creativity, it's about finding a way, isn't it? There is still so many possibilities. So what are kind of the best resources that you feel that have helped you along the way? Is there any like people that have been, you know, books that you've read or people that you've followed or, you know, what, what's your kind of resources that have helped you, do you think, or courses that you've been on? Or? Well, it's a combination of everything, specifically people. The family is a big supporter. My husband, for example, is a big supporter. And I think that's, that's important that you have the family behind you who's like, yeah, go ahead. It's fine. You can do this. They give you this kind of push as well all the time to move forward. Right. So I think that's important as well, all your surroundings, as well as all your surroundings and all your friends, but also books, which you get inspiration. So I'm just reading a book from, I forgot the title now, it's just around my bedside, but she has created a life from scratch where she was completely crashed. Now, a wonderful coach at the moment, Sue, Sue, oh God, I forgot the name, but anyways, 
We'll put it in the notes. Yeah, <laughs> put it in the notes. And she's absolutely magnificent. So I get inspiration from different authors. I'm following other coaches that I like, specifically on the Noble Manhattan arena, because now I'm part of the family and they're great coaches that I'm following, which are giving me inspiration as well. But also resources in terms of studies, because at the moment, I've been completely certified accredited as a business and life coach. But now we've got an interesting other coach training program, which is the Adolescence and Child Coaching Program. And I loved that approach because I think nowadays, now than ever, we need to support our kids. We need to support our our teenagers, they're completely lost. They're too much in this digital age. They are numbed out sometimes. They don't know how to address or how to articulate themselves, how to express themselves. And that's why what I'm learning. So one of my inner drives is also continuous learning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's definitely one of mine, as Lucia will tell you. <laughs> My fourth course this year. <laughs> never ends, never yeah, ends. And no. there's so much I still want to learn, mm, not only in the terms of the domain of your profession, but also outside. I think that's really good as well, because the brain likes to be challenged. And actually, when we go outside our own connections is when we strengthen that ability to be innovative, isn't it? So it's... Mm really really important yeah and it helps you see things from a different perspective which again I think we lack a lot of uh you know we tend to see the world as we see it and we think everybody else will see it that way so I think when you're learning when you're going on courses when you're networking it really does help you to understand that you are not living life on your own you're living in community you're connected to the world around you to the people around you and there's many ways of seeing seeing life which I think we tend to forget quite frequently. So I'm, I'm curious, um, Julia, as to what are you currently curious about? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Lucy, I didn't understand that question. Is there any curiosities uh, sparking your interest right now, apart from the learning that you were just talking about? But, you know, you mentioned the beginning that you like dancing and you've got many other sorts of hobbies. So is there any other curiosities out there? <laughs> Out there, I would love to do paragliding. I did that. <laughs> I, I never tried that, for example. That's something that's on my to-do list and my bucket list. I would love to do that. That's absolutely fine. Uh, and my husband liked me going because he thought I was too dangerous. <laughs> I know. That's what my husband thinks as well. You know, it's too dangerous. It's because he went with me and he found it really hard watching me jump off a hill and not really knowing what I was doing. <laughs> I like to learn on the job, which is not always a good thing. <laughs> so this and other things, well, whatever comes my way and what I see as interesting, I immediately jump on it and I would like to try it. Beautiful. So... Julia, what is the one question you wished we had asked you that we haven't? That's a very interesting question. Honestly, I don't know. It was a wonderful conversation, I think. And I don't have any questions that are outstanding from my standpoint that you should have asked. We talked about life. We talked about a bit of networking, the pandemic, the career everything is covered it's just beautiful thank you do you have a because I can see you're a bubbly person who likes to you know communicate which is really 
amazing but i know as i've got older i also need my time for silence have you got any practices around that absolutely in the evening definitely i've got my bad times reading time no one is allowed in the bedroom so i'm just reading for half an hour meditating a bit to wind down the day because that's important and i put a bit i use as well a lot of oils like ginger lavender have a bit of massage on my forehead breathing exercises to get down a bit because that's also something that we need to refresh ourselves mm-hmm. mm. beautiful and find the energy for next day yeah <laughs> Which you're going to need a lot of. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. So, Julia, can you tell us how have you made your life better? In one sentence, if you can. People go to a paragraph, but, you know, challenge. (laughs) This is the challenge. Here we go. Be curious, open-minded, give, give a lot so that you can take as well. Share. Never think about, oh, this person will not be is, is mean or something like that. Have always in mind there's positive intention. Mm, I love that. I always like to feel the, see the best in people. And I believe that we've all got, you know, treasures, like you said earlier, which is a beautiful way of putting it. So much possibility in the world. Yeah. So, Julia, I'm sure people will be willing to reach out and contact you. We'll put, you know, all the handles on the notes. But if you can tell us where they can find you. Great. Yeah, I've got a website, of course. It's our, my company, www.innkick, so I-N-N-K-I-C-K.com. I'm also on Facebook. I'm also on Instagram. Instagram, Coach Julia Kurt. Facebook, Julia Kurt, you will find me there. And also, of course, LinkedIn. Because LinkedIn is the main networking tool nowadays for professionals. Yeah. Yeah, that's really helpful. And we'll put those links anyway, won't we, in the show notes? We will do. So people are just one click away from you. So Julia, (laughs) thank you very much. We loved having you. We loved your energy. As you say, we covered a 360 conversation. (laughs) Thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for the opportunity, dear Lucie and Fleur. Thank you. (laughs) And to all of you tuning in one more week, as you do, thank you. We truly appreciate that you carry on being with us. We appreciate that you're sharing the love by uh, reaching out to us, leaving comments. Uh, We truly appreciate that. Uh, Subscribing, which many of you also do, please do carry on doing so. That helps us to continue to grow the the podcast and do share the love. If you think of anybody that would benefit from the conversations that we are having here, absolutely, please do. We would love you to do that. Uh, And please come back next week as we have another one of these amazing guests and conversations to share with you until then stay safe stay sane and we'll see you next week much love